Good morning, good afternoon, uh, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, and I am just so excited to be speaking with Stephen Dowd this morning. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic, and yourself? I'm doing great, man. Do me a favor, hit that marketing thing, which I failed last time. We had to hit it at the end, so let's hit it at the beginning. That's okay. Uh, although I work for Velocity Mortgage Capital, all the ideas and topics discussed on this channel are that of my own, and let's get it going. Yeah, so as we talked about in the first episode, I think we've got a six-month window where just like the perfect storm of cheap debt, more inventory, motivated sellers, it's kind of be this Timing soup. Timing is everything. Yeah, man. it's this soup where you got to get in and got to figure it out. Um, again, lots of deals won't work. I'm not telling you that deals are everywhere, but if you can find right. that motivated seller, you can get so creative. So I, what I wanted to do here is I, I have a list of things that I believe to be true that I okay. want to go through one by one. Okay. Just to remind people how powerful a non-QM lender could be versus a traditional bank. You ready to go? Agreed. Let's do it. So first and foremost, uh, again, I speak with Matt, the mortgage guys on Wednesday. He is telling me it is still ridiculously, if not impossible, to get a self-employed borrower approved uh, because of uh, what's gone on the last year. Numerous windows. Uh, you got to jump through a lot of hoops. Things are getting tighter. Uh, I mean, you know, with a lot of more overlays and, and, and restrictions. I would agree 100%. Um, and then again, even if you can qualify, maybe income-wise, there's you always hit that limitation of the number of loans you could do. So if you're advancing in your investment journey and you're at that point where you're you know beyond 10 properties, then that's yeah. where I step in. But again, a self-employed borrower can call you. You're not going to grind them to death on this or that. It's like, not hey. paperwork. Nope. I mean, no yeah. tax return. No pay stub, no W-2. Say that no again. Time. No tax return. Self-employed borrowers probably just lost their mind right now. Well, some I would imagine because I mean they're used to the, yeah. the normal grind of you know personal income documentation two years you got to be in the business. then you got to write a letter explaining the income gap and when you were shut down and all this other nonsense right, right. you don't care about that no and you can just start being self employed yesterday and in <laughs> our eyes you're you're technically a self employed borrower because you're a real estate investor yeah. so there's no you know uh, uh, seasoning on how long you've been self employed quote unquote so, so no seasoning no none of this two year tax return nonsense nope. Nope. No, no two years <laughs> in your line of work. No two years in, you know, owning the, 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 the uh, a business or what have you. So mm -hmm. a lot less restrictions. In addition to that, you can mm -hmm. hold title as, a, as an entity. I mean, there's all these other benefits that I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. So number two is entities often called LLCs from by yes. most real estate investors. I can in theory set up an LLC yesterday, write a contract to purchase in my LLC today. And we could do the, we can purchase it in the LLC in whatever it takes 30 or 45 days. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, banks don't do that. <laughs> banks no, don't no, they, do that. Yeah, no, they, they won't lend to an LLC. And in addition to that, I mean, the other benefit is that we don't report uh, the payment history to the credit bureaus. So it doesn't affect your ability to get other financing because it doesn't, you know, calculate into the DTI. So yeah. it, it's a win-win, brother. Yeah, so that was number three, credit bureau. And again, just think about if you want to go buy a car or something of that nature, they're going to look it up. These uh, these loans won't won't be reported on the credit report. So. Correct. Correct. There go. So, all right. Uh, and then we talk about high LTV or CLV. Uh, or CLTV, correct. CLTV. See, I knew Ooh, there was another one there. CLTV. Yeah. Uh, what we're talking about here is you can go up to 80% um, combined LTV. Correct. Uh, correct. Or 75% standalone, correct? Right. Correct. And again, you could buy a fixer upper, same deal, and you'll escrow repair money. Correct. 100%. Uh, if we're doing uh, distressed property, we actually cover 80% of the purchase price and then 100% rehab, correct. People need to hear that again. So I go out and I find a fixer upper. What could I potentially get with you? 80% uh, of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab. Yeah, so again, folks, you're not gonna get 
you know, of your money here, but you know, you have some skin in the game for sure. Uh, but they will certainly be that platform for you to get deal after deal after deal. So uh, very cool. So I got more. Uh, the last one actually I noted down was stated income. And why is that yes. important? Well, again, with most self-employed borrowers, uh, you have to use your uh, tax returns to prove your personal income. So in, a, in addition to that, with conventional financing, the way they underwrite, they use the net income after mm -hmm. your, you know, your write-offs and what, what self-employed borrower or-, or Doesn't write off everything. <laughs> right, right, right. So either you pay the bank or you pay Uncle Sam, as they say. So mm -hmm. in this case with us, we don't look at that. So it makes it much easier for a self-employed borrower to qualify without those restrictions and, and, and limitations. All right. So let's just hit it one more time. You've just done <laughs> something that we touched in the first episode. You have lowered the floor. Yes. And I'll just say it down to 3.99. Yes. As a non-QM lender, I've never, I, I've been doing this a long time. I've never seen that. Not on 30 year. No, 30 year fixed rate money, folks. Apartments. 3.99. I know stated income. And technically, uh, you can get an interest-only option to that three nine nine. I just on a thirty-year fix. I know I it just guess. goes on. So now, really, no excuses unless you really want the the hassle of the seventy-five days, ninety days of yeah. whatever finance you're going through. You know, more paperwork. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know? If you if you can get if you're like if you're buying your first through four, you have a relationship with a bank. Go get your bank money. They're relatively yeah. easy. They'll be longer, but generally speaking, you'll be okay. You'll get Agreed. something in the mid to low threes today. Yep. Yep. But man, you have any of these things, self-employed entities, uh, high uh, you know, uh, debt to income. You have any of right. these things that might be just outside the box of a bank? Don't even bother because they're going to grind you and still end up giving you a no answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 yeah, because you either fit the box or you don't in many cases. Yeah. They, they, have a, they, have a, they have a system. They put in the right. variables and it spits out yes or no. Right, right. It's literally just you're plugging in and it's an automated underwriting system. Yeah. Whereas automated, I got a person yeah. who looks at like, other intangibles and you know yeah. compensating factors. Okay, we'll take the risk just due to these compensating factors. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, there should be a lot of people, especially in the next six months, reaching out to you, getting prepared. I definitely would tell people to reach out and have a conversation about what they're planning. Because again, you don't do some things, right? The biggest one being right. owner-occupied. You don't do it. You don't play. Right. That's not what you're trying to do. Right. Uh, you do have some limitations on states. There are a couple that you don't lend in. Right. Correct. So let's Correct. have those conversations. But how do you want people to reach out and start those conversations? SDAO at velocitymortgage.com. So S-D-A-O at velocitymortgage spelled out.com. Very cool. And do yourself a favor. Put ORAT in the subject line, O-R-A-A-T. That'll get through the whole firewall stuff. He's, yes. He's yes, a financial institution. Right they get uh, they get hit with a lot of spam. So. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me because, yes, yeah. sometimes they'll slip, slip through the cracks and I feel bad. Like, oh, there was a two. Yeah, I missed one. <laughs> Yes, two days ago. Oh, oh, I got to reply back because it got stuck in the firewall. So yeah, very oh, cool. Yeah. All right, Stephen, this is fun. Uh, again, self-employed entities, credit bureau, CLTV, right. seventy-five. You stated income, eighty percent of a dump, uh, full escrowed uh, repair money. Amazing stuff. And again, horrible jobs number. So uh, yes. we have some time to put some deals together. It's going to be pretty fun. Timing is everything. This is the silver lining for right now. If you're looking at things the right way, especially in the real estate market, yeah. this is the time to kind of, you know, look at, do the work is really what it comes down to. And if you're going to do the work, you're going to come across some of those opportunities. So this is <laughs> a, a perfect time for all that, man. Very cool. Thanks, buddy.